0: Hello and welcome to Mosh Pet. I'm Cy with.
1: And I'm Ellie Kumar.
0: And we're continuing this episode with our discussions of perfect albums. So you did yours last time you picked Evanescence.
1: I did, which you were pleasantly surprised by.
0: Pleasantly surprised were you? Pleasantly surprised by mine?
1: It was very different to what I had expected. And so, I mean, obviously we'd talked last time about how you had heard the Evanescence yeah. songs and stuff. I had never heard this album until you mentioned it. The only song by Glassjaw I'd ever heard was Tippy Bartender.
0: Nice, it's a great song as well. Which is a great song. And I could have picked Worship and Tributes, but my album is Glassjaw's Everything You Ever Wanted to Know About Silence. And, I, like, for me, it's a perfect album because there's nostalgia reasons in there. There's the influence it had on other stuff. It is an album that I listen to from start to finish a lot. So I remember playing this on CD a lot. So when you listened to it, did you listen through from start to finish or did you have to break it up?
1: No, so I didn't... Because... So... Glassdoor is a band that I would never really been that into. I'd never really listened to them that much. So coming into it as like, right, there's a whole album was quite... Almost like daunting. Yeah. So I did listen to it kind of... Not necessarily one song at a time, but just in little chunks.
0: In chunks, that's fair.
1: So, I mean, potentially that means I don't know... I haven't had the same experience as you. I haven't done this whole, like, listen to it from start to finish in in order... But I don't know if that matters.
0: I don't think now. I think you know a good album by like the songs off it, and you've listened to them in order, just not necessarily all at one point. And it's a lot. It's a big investment of time now. It's quite a that.
1: long album. As well. like there's quite a lot of songs on there.
0: Yeah, I didn't think of it as being a long album because the songs are quite short, but it is long. There's a lot. A lot in as well. of
1: songs, maybe. I, yeah. Yeah.
0: Again, there's a variation. I think what I really like about it is there's a lot of, albeit like Glassjaw sort of fall under that new metal. Purely because they got produced by Ross Robinson and produced loads of new metal. And I think they got lumped into that. But they're a post-hardcore band. They're like heavy. They're a metal band for me. like They're just a heavy, heavy band. And this album's particularly heavy. And there's more of an edge to them, I think, than a lot of bands. And they've stood the test of time better than a lot.
1: Yeah. And I think as well, it's like... Because, yeah, and I mean, on Spotify, they come up in the kind of screamo playlists and things like that.
0: Well, the cross genres really well. So again, when they come out, because of who produced them, it was just thrown under that new metal banner. But actually, like, post-hardcore is one of my favourite genres of music. But ultimately, it all just... There's so many sub-genres you can go into of stuff. They are just a heavy band.
1: Yeah, because I wouldn't have said they were, like, a screamo band. Not really. But then, yeah, like... And I enjoyed it, which, again, which surprised me. Because, I mean, we've talked about how I I like music that sort of you can sing along to, that's very theatrical and, like, produced and things like that, which isn't necessarily what you'd expect from, like, Glassjaw, but actually listening to the songs.
0: Rai, Rai song's quite... Cat- like, there's a catchiness to that. Yes. So that's and, one that I thought you would like. Yes. And then there's others, but there's a lot of, like... It's a really heavy album as yeah, well. Yeah,
1: and I mean... The- Like, for me, there were some, which I can't remember which ones exactly, but, like, I probably wouldn't listen to again.
0: But Yeah, there's a few on there. Like, Siberian Kiss used to get played a lot, and I feel like that's probably on the middle end of the spectrum you would listen to. But songs like Babe might be one that would be harder, which is later on the album. But they are, like, I think it's a really angry album. Yes. So there's a lot of anger there, which is something I want to touch on with this album. So the album has got a lot of stick over the last few years for misogynistic lyrics. And yeah. Daryl Palumbo, in, there's a really good Garden interview in 2017 uh, when him and Beck the guitarist were talking about this album, particularly because there is a lot of angry, misogynistic lyrics in there. And Daryl Palumbo's held his hands up and said that he was angry but there were lyrics that wasn't how he acted and I think owning it's good because men most men have done shit that they shouldn't be proud of because society allows them to doesn't necessarily mean you've done something horrific or something illegal but you might have said shit to a woman that you shouldn't have said or treat a woman in a way that you shouldn't have tried her and I think Daryl Palumbo owning that's really really useful in looking back at this album doesn't necessarily mean that it needs to be cancelled no, but it also doesn't mean that those lyrics are in any way acceptable so context is a really important thing and one of the things I was thinking about particularly about this is the like Daryl Palumbo owning that I think is really positive but it still makes what was written and lyrically unacceptable but those two things can go together like you can be sorry for what you've said and just not want to do it again but there's also a lot of albums around this era by white boys singing really romantic songs that boys play for girls that have got really nice lyrics while men were doing horrific things
1: it's one of those isn't it it's like actually some of the most sort of romantic songs, it depends on the context. It depends it depends on how people are using them. Yeah. So to write off one band just because, yes. And it's one of those, it's like, yes, we're not saying it's okay, but at the time it was pretty much the norm. Yeah. So it's not, you know, we can't just cancel one, we can't just cancel Glassdoor and then not cancel any of the other myriad bands that were... You know, yeah, doing the same thing. Talking yeah. shit about women and...
0: And you just say it's not okay. Like, it's not okay. Yeah. I know some of those songs now I will skip because I don't really want to hear that. Yeah. And I'm not comfortable with it. But at the same time, like, a band that don't have as strong misogynistic lyrics. Brand new, probably my favourite band. And I haven't listened to them since everything come out about Jessie Lacey because I just don't want to. And even though a lot of those lyrics aren't... are actually qu- quite treating women with respect, other ones subtly, when you look back and get context, don't. But you go, oh, it's just I feel creepy by it, even though these are nice songs I don't like what you represent as a person. Yeah. Whereas Daryl Palumbo, I think, seems like a good dude. I think he was just angry. So he's like, early 20s when he made this.
1: Which is, it's it's peak, like, angry time, isn't it, for, for songwriters, and I think, like, I'm not, I, I don't think it's acceptable. I don't, I, at all. I think, the songwriting is good. I like the songs are really well written. Yes, the lyrics are not okay. But would the songs have been written as well? Would the songs have been as good had he not been so angry? Like, but
0: well, that's why I think this album stands up. It's because there's all it's not loads and loads and loads that are misogynistic at yeah. all. It's just a couple of songs. But there's a lot of anger in there. But also the album's got a lot of stuff about him having Crohn's disease. So a lot of the songs oh, are actually yes, about he that. Has, yes. So he had to cancel. I've seen Glassjaw live less for being one of my all-time favourite bands than I would have. But Daryl Palumbo has a debilitating illness so at some points just couldn't tour they've cancelled loads of tours and they've just not been able to play as much as they would have otherwise so a lot of the anger in this the songs that are specifically about his Crohn's disease yeah that was like my first awareness of it really was darl palumbo which like for people who raise awareness of things that was just through like reading his lyrics
1: and i think i'm sure i remember like a Kerrang interview with him talking about it and yeah i think that was probably the first time i'd heard of this illness that
0: kerrang interview so he was in a it might be the same one he's in a hospital bed so there was a photo taken of him in a hospital bed it was a double page spread and in that he talks loads about how he's an anglophile so he absolutely loved british culture so when he's in a hospital he was getting loads of british tv shows so it's when the office had just come out and a few others so he got really into like british culture and that's because I just... I love him. I think he's absolutely amazing. But, uh, yeah, Karanko covered it quite well. And that was my first thought of thing, going, all right, this is what Crohn's disease is. Yeah. read more about it.
1: Which is always good. And that's a good thing, yeah, if you can use your platform to talk about conditions that affect, like, yeah. millions of people.
0: Talk about that. just didn't, didn't be horrible to women. But yeah. That's good. What did you think of the album generally, then, Ellie?
1: So, it probably wouldn't go on my, like, Desert Island Discs list. But actually, for... A genre that I don't really listen to a lot, that I don't really enjoy all the time. I liked it, and and I will listen to more Glassdoor songs. It's good. Like, because obviously I'd only really heard "Tippy Bartender. I then went and listened to that album as well. It's
0: a really good album.
1: So it's definitely opened up my kind of comfort zone, I guess, a bit of
0: it's nice yeah it's good because they are a lot lot angrier than anything i imagine you normally listen to
1: yeah
0: like it's really raucous and yeah that's why i like it's about
1: noisier I noisier
0: think. yeah yeah,
1: yeah. noisy is a
0: good word uh definitely less clean than yeah. some of the things i know you like and
1: there's fewer like sequins and
0: yeah i feel like the, the, they could have sequins Whereas then when they're in Head Automatica, because that's like I said the first one I like, loved
1: Head Automatica. But the first
0: one's a disco album, which is right up your street. Well
1: I say I loved Head Automatica. I liked that f- sort of one single that came out that was You'd
0: love that album. It's so like
1: Beating Heart Baby. Yeah. That's that so was on. the song.
0: Yeah. Got a frame vinyl on the wall somewhere, I don't think it's in here. Never mind. Uh but yeah, that's really disco influenced. The beats on that really good. The second album's just pop want just wanted ah, to write a pop album. Daryl Palumbo particularly said he wanted to write a throwaway pop album, like yeah. Squeeze or uh, Elvis Costello. Yeah. Which, actually, both of those write really, really good lyrics. And the lyrics on the Head Automatic My Albums are great. But he did two really different things. Loads of his side projects are classed as well.
1: So, th- I think that's the only one I knew that was, like, a sort of side project.
0: That's the main one. He's done loads of really obscure stuff, like right. loads of internet releases. Right, that I don't know how popular they got, to, but it's because yeah. I love Daryl Palumbo. I used to just absorb everything i could yeah
1: because
0: to me glass show were like the perfect band because they were just heavy as out. that's why it's like a perfect album for me because it opened the gateway to loads of other stuff and also i just used to listen to it all the time but it was also a gateway between people who like new metal and yeah. people who like more better things
1: yeah because
0: it fits into that era nicely but it is it is—it stood the test of time a lot better because it was stuff.
1: 2000 wasn't it that yeah it, yeah because again we realized that because i hadn't listened to it until now and then listen to it on Spotify. I've only technically heard the 2009 remastered version.
0: Which <laughs> is good. It's good. For, like, variation. I don't think there's loads of difference, no. to be honest. It's like a proper musical thing, and it? Remastered it's stuff. It's
1: like, oh, I, a, the bass is slightly different here. And there's, they've cleaned up some of the audio here.
0: Like, it sounds better. But, like, you're not missing out by listening to an older version. Yeah. And it's, uh, it's just a really... Like, for me, it's a really, really good album. That, like, I never tire of listening to. I, I think come it's back a to really
1: well-constructed album. Good. And short songs.
0: That's what I thought you'd like. We love
1: short songs.
0: Yeah. When I looked at it, because I've not really looked back at the track times, and I was like, oh, this is ideal. Yeah. So good. That's the main takeaway is, if you've not listened to it, short songs, mate. It's good, isn't it?
1: Because it is, and then it's like, oh, actually, I'm not really into this song. Oh, right, it's finished. Next song. Okay. gosh
0: <laughs> So that was my perfect album, Ellie. We're going to do more of these, aren't we? I
1: got loads now, actually, because considering that we are both people who don't really listen to albums, when I started thinking about it, I've now thought of loads.
0: Yeah, I've thought of a few more straight away. And I was trying to get them to cover like eras and genres has been really fun if you've got a perfect album as well you want to suggest get in touch with it on social media it doesn't mean we're going to listen to it but you can but try and i really enjoy talking about glass it's nice talking about a band that you've not listened to as much yeah uh so i'm gonna go out my way now to find heavy as balls bands that will make you go oh do you know what it's not that bad
1: good i like it and i'm gonna find more eurovision inspired bands to make you go you know what bit of a bop
0: It's just going to be Sam Ryder, isn't it? Obviously. That's fair. Lovely. Well, until next time, this has been Mosh Pet. I've been Titebuck with...
1: I've been Ellie Kumar. Uh,
0: And we'll see you next time in Little Goths.